Good day, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, and I am going to continue with the very important topic, men's health. So again, June is Men's Health Day, Health Month. June is Men's Health Month. And so I have some very important audio to share with you from last week's episode from the Men's Health Conference over at Howard University Hospital. But before I do, this is the day that the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. So if you are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And this show is so very important. That's why I had to continue this week with an addition to last week's episode. So I will be playing audio from the uh, next voice you will hear is Dr. Bernard Kwabi Addo. And uh, Dr. Addo, Kwabi Addo, he is a, a doctor who has written a fantastic book called Check the Fats. Check the Fats, F-A-T-S and eliminate chronic diseases. So in this clip, this segment, Dr. Kwabi Otto is going to be talking to you about fat and why it's important. The world, he says, is facing a global obesity epidemic that is associated with thousands of chronic diseases. At the root cause of excess body weight is a diet high in caloric content, ultra-processed foods padded with sugars, salt, and fat, and a sedentary lifestyle. For robust health, our goal is to consume nutritious foods and avoid excess caloric intake. Yes, he says, many conventional dietary approaches and exercise regimes provide only short-term fixes. The current obesity epidemic defies such simple solutions. In Check the Fats, Eliminate Chronic Diseases, Cancer Biologic or Biologist Bernard Kwabi Otto explains the human body's complex and integrated metabolic processes. As he discusses such factors as hormones, gut microbiome, sleep patterns, genetic traits, and the regulation of energy intake, expenditure, and storage in the form of fat, he reveals how a disruption in any of these processes can contribute to obesity and lead to chronic diseases. Check the Fats also offers lessons from the healthier lifestyles of our ancestors and presents scientific evidence scientific evidence to support wholesome and effective food and exercise interventions that can reverse and eliminate chronic diseases. So without further ado, you are going to be listening to Dr. Kwabi Addo. Okay, here we go. And that's Dr. Bernard Kwabi Addo. So, I introduced myself as a biochemist, and what does a biochemist do? We are really interested in understanding metabolism. 
what regulates how we process food. So from the time you consume food, how food is broken down, the enzymes that plays a role, how food travels through your whole system into your small intestines, how they absorb from the blood system, and how we generate energy from food, which really, by the way, is the reason why we eat food to start with. But I want to talk about fat. And I think most of us, when we hear the word fat, we just close our eyes, oh, it's a bad thing. Fat is very, very important. As we all sit here, about 60% of our brain matter is fat. Uh, our palms are padded with fat, our buttocks, our soles. So guess what? If you don't have fat, you'll be able to clap, you'll be able to sit, you'll be able to walk. And of course, you'll be able to reason. So fat is very, very important. But fat is not an a benign, I would say it's an organ, even though it's distributed all over the body. It's not something benign, it's a very active organ. Fat controls insulin resistance. Fat plays a role in inflammation. Fat plays a role in your immune system and so many other potential uh, signaling pathways. But the body has developed a system whereby it's very efficient at storing fat. Of all the foods that we eat, so whatever the food component is broken down into your carbohydrates, your proteins, and your fat. The body stores fat because it's the most effective way of storing energy. You get nine calories of energy from one gram of fat, four from uh, four calories from protein, four calories from carbohydrates. So it really makes sense for the body to store fat for times of food starvation. Now, up until about 100 years ago, food was scarce. So this, we have really evolved to really store fat for times of starvation. Right now, we find ourselves in a really challenging environment where we are no longer in times of food scarcity, but the pendulum is swung all the way to the other side. We'll be able to produce food that can last for months and years. So we find ourselves that we are eating more food and not having enough time to burn off the excess food that we have. Over time, we're talking about five years, ten years, what happens? This leads to overweight and obesity. When we talk about fat, everybody thinks, oh, this is just fat from animal, animal fat or plant fat. The body, again, is very efficient at converting all excess foods to fats, particularly the sugars that we consume. So we are talking about all the animal uh, carbohydrates, excuse me, from, you know, you name it. All the carbohydrates is broken down to the, uh, the most, the unit, uh, the basic unit is glucose. Similarly, plant sugars, which is starches, is broken down to glucose. So when we consume too much of these foods, the body will use, will utilize what it needs, and then it will store the rest. The liver is the organ that processes excess carbohydrates to fat, in addition to fat. It's able to process excess proteins to fat also. So when we eat and we are eating too much and we are eating the wrong stuff, guess what? The body will say, thank you, let me store it for time of starvation. This is not happening. And once the body stores the fat, it will fight you. The body doesn't 
for the new spite. Because it's stored for time of scarcity. And this scarcity is not happening. Alright. So I'm going to talk about a very important hormone, insulin, and we all know about insulin. Powerful, powerful hormone that plays a role during digestion. So I mentioned that we eat, the food is processed into our small intestines, and then it's released to the bloodstream. What happens is that when we consume carbohydrates, the body loves glucose. This leads to spike in our insulin level. Insulin, among its many functions, is like a gatekeeper. When insulin level goes up, it opens the doors in our cells and says, hey, take in glucose and use it as energy for bodily function. When there is too much of insulin, which is really what is happening, when we are consuming too much sugars, and I think when we really underestimate how much sugar we are consuming, for me, that is the number one problem we are facing in America. There's too much sugar in everything we eat. Yes, the food industry, they are very tricky. They give us the intention that, oh, let's focus on fats. Without telling us, the body is also storing excess carbohydrates. All these sugar-saturated beverages, the high fructose corn syrup that is in our diet, these are all being stored in the form of fat. The problem with Okay, so that was, <laughs> you have just been listening to Dr. Bernard Kwabi Addo, the author of Check the Fats, Eliminate Chronic Diseases. And that was shared from last week's last week's uh, episode where I attended the Howard University Hospital How, Howard University Hospital's Men's Health Conference. Um, and so I wanted to continue, and so I will continue sharing more because it's so important for our men to know why they should be going to the doctor and what is at stake when they don't. And also it's so very important that our men take good care of themselves. So now, because it's Men's Health Month, I want to share six mental health tips for the men in your life, for men and the men in your life. So traditionally, men are awful at talking about their overall emotional well-being and feelings in general. They're good, they would generally say when asked, we're fine, when you say, well, how are you? We're good or we're fine. Even though according to the latest available numbers, men die by suicide 3.63 times more often than women. 70% of all suicides are men. Does this sound scary? Well, it shouldn't because guys can do something about that. Yes, men, you can. So what you have to do is to fix the way so many of you keep ignoring your mental health. And what man doesn't enjoy fixing something? <laughs> so men, you get the satisfaction of doing it on your own. Sign me up, dude. But how? <laughs> so, so by paying a little more attention to what's going on in your brain. Yes, men, you have to. You can take more control of your mental health and what you're feeling. 
You can also encourage this with other male friends. So here are six ways, men, to start being healthier about your mental health. Physical health is so important, but mental health is just as important or maybe even more important. So we're going to get to the point. I'm going to share with you some solid tips. I won't waste your time. And so first of all, what I want men to do is get open. Get open. Men, you need to stop telling uh, yourselves to man up. Instead, you need to open up. Open up. So men are wired to put on a strong face and carry it all on their own. They need to start talking. You need to start talking more openly about your feelings. And when you do open up, you need to do so without apology. And so you can often be so close-minded and stubborn that you bottle up your emotions and leave them inside. And then you keep your emotions inside. And guess what? That's killing you. That's killing you, men. So open up to your friends and loved ones. And when they open up to you, listen to them without judging. So this information that I'm sharing is not only for the men, but it's for the women in your life to share, the women out there who are listening to share with your men, again, with your husbands, with your brothers, with your sons, with your uncles, with your grandfathers, uh, the men in your life, okay? And so the first thing to help improve mental health was to get open. The second thing is get control. Get control. So a lot of times men are beating them up, beating themselves up sometimes over the would have, should have, could have, right? They worry about the things that might happen if we do or if we don't do something. So these things are all things that some of these things, men, you cannot control. So worry about the things you can control such as your diet, your routine, your daily schedule. Get and set boundaries. This will help you keep your life in control instead of always feeling like you're spinning out of control. Third, get active. Yes, exercise. Wow, what a wonderful idea, right? Exercise is a huge mood booster. Endorphins are no joke. You don't have to hit the gym and throw around a bunch of weight or run a half marathon unless that's your thing. But men, you can just take a walk. One put one foot in front of the other or go to a brief go for a brief jog. Beat up on a punching bag, swim a couple of laps in the pool, hit the links for a round of golf or simply get some work done in the yard. The point is to move your body. Getting active will keep your body and your mind in a positive place. Next, get chill. Yeah, get chill. So men, you're so busy all the time. Phone calls, texts, DMs, emails, family, Zooms, meetings. It's overwhelming. Carve out some time for you every day, even if you do it in small increments, five minutes at a time. Take a moment or two every day to center yourself. Take some deep breaths. Realize that you can't do it all in a day. 
sometimes, and that's okay. You don't have to always be hustling to be successful in life. And again, these are not just for men. Women, (laughs) we can take this advice as well. We need to. And next, get thankful. How many things do you have thank how many things do you have to be thankful for? When was the last time you took inventory of the small wins in your life? Regardless of what you may be doing through or what you may be going through, I should say, at any specific moment, chances are you've got some good things going on too. If you take a moment to focus on and be thankful for them, and maybe even make a small gratitude list in your notes apps, your notes app, chances are you'll realize you have more going for you than you realized. So celebrating and embracing the little things in life will add up to big wins. Okay, so let me see where we are on time. Oh, we're going we're doing very good on time. So next, get help. Finally, get help. This is the last point of the mental health and checking on your mental health. It's get help. Get help. So guys, many of you have been conditioned to believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness. This is why men are known for never stopping to ask for directions. I know that's true. Or not reading the instructions when you need to put together the IKEA bunk bed unless you're absolutely, unless you absolutely need to because men, you don't want to be perceived as weak, right? Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, my friend. Asking for help is a huge sign of strength, not weakness. Even the most seasoned elite athletes have strength and conditioning coaches helping them out. Those guys aren't afraid to ask for help and neither should you. So it is 2023, men. Most people think therapy is cool these days. Hopefully, you were able to pull a few tips from this. It's not rocket science (laughs) and it's not an Ikea bunk bed. It's how you feel. Just be a little more conscious about it and stop being afraid to talk it out with people in your life. Remember, men, there are plenty of resources, especially where you can use uh, the resources you can use to keep your mental health in check and no one has to do it alone. You've got this. You have got this. All right. So those are some of the tips for mental health, six mental health tips. And they were get open, get control, get active, get chill, get thankful, and last but certainly not least, get help. Get help. So there are various chapters around the country that can help you. So in the state of Maryland, um, ask uh, is the 
AFSP Maryland Chapter, AFA, F is in Frank, S is in Sam, P is in Paul, which stands for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. The work that they're doing focuses on educating our communities about mental health and suicide prevent, prevention, advocating for public policy, and offering support for suicide loss uh, survivors. So in the state of Maryland, the grassroots work that they're doing focuses on eliminating the loss of life from suicide by, by delivering innovative prevention programs, educating the public about risk factors and warning signs, raising funds for suicide research and programs, and reaching out to those individuals who have lost someone to suicide. As part of AFSP's growing nationwide network of chapters, they are bringing people together from all backgrounds who want to prevent suicide in their communities. Families and friends who have lost someone to suicide, vulnerable individuals, mental health professionals, clergy, educators, students, community, business leaders, and many others to energize this chapter. So if you are in the state of Maryland or Delaware, you can contact Kat Albrich, and that's K-A-T, her first name spelled K-A-T, last name O-L-B-R-I-C-H, Kat Albrich. She is the area director of Maryland and Delaware uh, AFSP chapter. You can contact her at colbridge at afsp.org, colbridge at afsp.org, or you can contact her uh, by phone, 202-770-8973. 3. Now, uh, coming up, there are some events. And uh, let's see, that was the one I just shared for the state of Maryland. And let's see, Delaware. She is the same contact person for the state of Delaware. And for the for eastern Pennsylvania, you can contact Samantha Bruno, Samantha B-R-U-N-O, and her email address is sbruno at afsp.org, her number 814-357-5829. In the state of Greater Philadelphia, or in the city of Greater Philadelphia, I should say. In the city of Greater Philadelphia, you can contact Zarada Cordero, Zarada Cordero, acting director, and her email, or not sure if it's a man or a woman, uh, zcordero at af sp.org z cordero c-o-r-d-e-r-o at afsp.org contact 215 532-0275 215-532-0275 uh, she um, she or he and uh, they are the area director 
uh, in the city of Philadelphia. Okay, so moving right along, let's check our time, see where we are. We still have a few more minutes left before the end of this show. So let me see what else I can share with you. I will definitely share uh, a few upcoming events. Uh, let's see, a few upcoming events in the state of Maryland. Let's see, where are we? Okay, here we go. Upcoming events, and this is coming up on Tuesday, Talk Saves Lives. Talk Saves Lives, and this event, Talk Saves Lives, is an introdu introduction to suicide prevention. It's a community-based presentation that covers the general scope of suicide, the research on prevention, and what people can do to fight suicide. Participants will learn common risk factors and warning signs associated with suicide and how to keep themselves and others safe. Registration is required required to receive the Zoom link one to two days prior to the presentation. This can be scheduled as a free private lunch and learn. Contact M-I-D-O-N-I -I at AFSP.org. M-I-D-O-N-I -I at AFSP.org. The event is from 12.30 to 1.30 Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, June 27th. And you can contact or email at that at that email address to find out more information and to register. All right. Well, we are just about out of time. And um, I do want to thank everyone for tuning in to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I am your health and wellness consultant. I am your podcast host. And I am so happy that you were able to learn. <laughs> I do believe you learned some information today. If you would like to be a guest on my podcast, then you can contact me several ways. You can email me g. Dixon McBride at gmail.com. That's G for stands for Gail, Dixon, D I X O N, and then McBride, M C B R I D E at gmail.com. Or you can email me partners uh, in health at verizon.net. Partners in health at verizon.net. So for more information about our walk of healing, uh, ministry and the Walk of Healing events that we will be hosting coming up soon, you can go to the website. Go to my website, which is www.partnersinhealth.biz, www.partnersinhealth.biz. There you will find a link if you click on the podcast link. And from that link, you'll be able to listen to all of the shows that I have recorded over the last, I would say the last year or so with uh, Spotify, with Anchor, uh, anchor.fm merged with Spotify. And so now, so now I'm 
uh, presenting to you from podcasters for Spotify, uh, podcasters.spotify or spot, uh, Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> so you can tune in and you can listen uh, via Spotify to this episode and any of the other episodes by going to the website first and then clicking on that link, which will lead you to all of the episodes. So this, I believe, is going to conclude my information I'm going to share with you about men's health, which is so important. But you can always go back and listen to any of the shows and you can contact me. Just email me if there's any information that you would like uh, that I haven't shared. And then I can uh, email you back with answering your questions. Uh, So, okay. so what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign off until next Saturday or Sunday. (laughs) I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, everyone. Stay healthy, business savvy, get out, get some fresh air and sunshine, go for a walk. Don't forget to eat fresh foods, fruits and vegetables, and relax, relax, and take care of your mental health as well as your physical. Ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day, everyone.